Hello and welcome to another episode of Life's a Bitch. I'm your host, Mazen Drabi. And in today's episode, we we will be talking about the pathway of a college student. But first, let me introduce you to my next guest. She is funny, she is smart, loyal, a positive, and a kind-hearted human being. And most importantly, she is my youngest sibling. Welcome, Maya Andrabi. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, good. It's a beautiful day. It's, it's a cold day. It's <laughs> snowing. It looks horrible out there. He's lying. <laughs> All right. If you're inside, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'll take that. Um, so getting started here, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So as Maz said, I'm his youngest sibling. I'm 19. I go to school at the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities campus. Um, yeah, I love to, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing to say, really. Okay, well, t- why University of Minnesota? Yeah, so I moved to the state of Wisconsin um, my senior year of high school because my dad had a job um, transfer, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I had to kind of, switch up my search for universities. Um, Because I originally lived in Ohio, I was primarily looking locally and around that area. So I kind of had to switch gears and think differently. And so some of the schools I looked at around here were UW-Madison and University of Minnesota. I toured both campuses and I fell in love with the U. Um, It is a beautiful campus. If you've ever been, I think you'd agree. Um, but overall the atmosphere is just really fun. I've met a lot of really cool people. So I think it was a good decision. Awesome. Um, what kind of hobbies do you like to do on campus or just in general? Uh, in general. Um, I really love to just hang out with my friends and my family. Like I wouldn't say that I have a lot of hobbies. I think that's something that I've always wished I had more of, Mm -hmm. Um, I used to play sports in high school, but I didn't really keep up with it after I graduated. Um, So yeah, I just love to hang out with my friends. I love to eat. (laughs) I love to eat. So anything that involves food, I'm there. Um, I love listening to music and, you know, watching TV. So I love to do that with my roommates and my friends. So yeah. What would you say your favorite food is? My favorite food? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite food specifically, but I think my favorite food group is just like Asian food. Really? You know, like, and I feel like that's a really broad spectrum of things, right? Mm -hmm. It it covers a lot of ground. So like, I love sushi. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, I love Thai food. Like, I love like everything. Oh, I love Thai food. Yeah. Yeah. um, Me personally, I I like Pad Thai a lot. Uh, That's one of my go-tos. Um... Would you say uh, you like Thai food a lot? Um, I would say I like Thai food as much as the next person. I don't know. I don't know if I, like, again, I don't think I have a favorite okay. in that spectrum. But I think, like, Asian food is the plug, so. <laughs> yeah. If you if you haven't tried it, you got to try it for sure. Yeah. If you haven't tried it, then you should leave the podcast <laughs> and order a meal. Um, you mentioned uh, you like to watch TV shows. Do you have any favorite TV shows you're watching right now? Um, yes. Right now, I'm watching Big Mouth. 
So it's really, really funny. It's about like kids going through puberty. Uh-huh. So I think it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny. I enjoy it. It's a good like a mindless show, I guess. You, mm. know, you really don't have to be paying attention to the plot super carefully. Yeah. So I think it's it's a fun time. Uh, can so is it an animated series? What is it? It is. It is an animated series, and I'm not like a huge animated person, but mm-hmm. I heard a lot of great glowing recommendations of the show, so right. I just had to give it a try. And it's it's a fast watch, mm-hmm. so and it's funny. Like, what's not to love? So right. Is it on Netflix? It is. So if you have a Netflix, you should go watch it. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, me personally, uh, I like Friends a lot. That's... Yeah, you watch Friends on repeat all day, every day. He's one of those people, guys. <laughs> I can't get enough of it because it's so relevant. Even though it was shot back in the 90s, uh, it's still relevant today, I feel like. But don't it... you get tired of seeing the same thing? I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love to rewatch a series. Yeah. But I do it like once in a blue moon, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but you constantly are watching <laughs> constantly Friends. No, but watching. I feel like you are. So don't you ever get tired of seeing the same episodes over and over again? I, I mean, yeah, yes and no. Uh, depending on the episode, I guess, for me, it's just, uh, I enjoy it. It's just a good, uh, for you, like, Big Mouth uh, is a big, just like a background type Yeah, of that's thing. true, that's true. I guess if you know a show, it's easy to just watch it and not really pay attention. Right, exactly. Um, now, I know it's hard to travel right now, but if you could travel anywhere in the world, today where would you go wow that's a loaded question if i could travel anywhere in the world where would i go right now i'd go to australia it's on my bucket list of places to go to and i just think it'd be the best time ever i really hope i see a kangaroo uh i I remember okay growing up your favorite movie was kangaroo jack yeah it was and that's another thing if you haven't seen kangaroo jack leave the podcast and go watch kangaroo jack sorry i know i'm not really advocating for (laughs) listeners um it's a great movie it's fantastic it's so good um so funny like such a classic movie i swear i think we watched it once a month oh yeah like on repeat all the time it was our go-to movie so good yeah no complaints here i guess my favorite line from that (laughs) <laughs> is when they're running from the cops and uh his dog uh i don't remember the character's name but his dog is uh it's like a chihuahua type of thing yeah right? and he, he, he the dog couldn't move so he's like waffles he's frozen in fear. <laughs> i don't even really remember details that like specifically i think but i just remember it being like the funniest movie ever i feel like i have to watch it now and wonder like what i'll appreciate more as an adult i feel like this is kind of off topic but i guess on topic i think as i rewatch some shows or movies that i watched when i was younger i see so much see everything in like a much different light Mm -hmm. i guess i think i can appreciate comments and themes and plots and things like that differently as an adult so it's interesting for sure yeah no i i totally agree because like it's like i go back and watch things and so i have all these life experiences now that i understand what's going on so it it does help me understand life in a whole so i could i totally understand where you're coming from with that um moving along here um where are you from? <laughs> what do you mean? You were born here? 
I was born in America, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was born in Oregon, Ohio. <laughs> Give it up for Oregon. <laughs> yes, I was born in Oregon, Ohio. Um, my parents are from Pakistan. You know that. Yes. So, <laughs> But yeah, I was born here. I can be a president in Moz, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, yeah. So that's the one thing that people don't know is that I'm not born here. I'm born in Pakistan. Uh, and then my two siblings uh, were born in Ohio. And lucky them, they could become the president. Yeah, this is a running joke in our family. <laughs> when Moeed and I were younger, we used to always say, you know, well, that sucks, Moz, because you can't be the president and we can. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay, going back to college, yeah. um, how's that been for you so far? So, I mean, I guess I've had kind of a wishy-washy experience. I mean, my first year was fantastic. I had such a good time. I met really awesome people. I think for the first time in my life, I was, you know, bracing independence, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's kind of the transition for everybody, but I was really trying, I think in some ways to prove something, mm -hmm. um, I mean, Maz knows this, but both of my siblings left for college and ended up transferring back home. Yeah. And I think growing up, I wanted to do that differently. You know, like I really wanted to make a decision and stick to it and prove that I could, you know, leave home and, yeah. you know, manage yeah. that. So I guess I kind of had a chip on my shoulder. And so I was trying to prove that I could do it. And in some ways, I did. Yeah. I had a really great time and it was super fun. But it was also hard, yeah. you know, leaving home for the first time. I was lonely. I was homesick. My best friend, Nia, shout out Nia, she goes to Ohio State. So I missed her a lot and I never got to see her. And talking on FaceTime is not the same as, you know, in person. seeing someone in person. And, yeah. you know, my freshman year got cut kind of short a little bit. So we ended up having mm. to go online with COVID. So that kind of sucked. But I think that everybody's kind of taking it in stride yeah. you know and everyone's kind of leaning on each other for support which makes things so much easier mm -hmm. so obviously this year has been really different compared to last year i think in some ways it's a blessing yeah. for college students who are coming in online already because they don't have anything to compare it to right you know and i think a lot of us who are upperclassmen are going to be upperclassmen are like remembering what it used to be and it's just not the same and it sucks um it's hard to be motivated when you're online mm. you know it's so easy to be like oh well you know they're really not gonna know if i don't attend this lecture you know they're not <laughs> yeah. gonna take attendance on zoom and i don't really have to turn my camera on you know it's just so easy to get lazy right you so. see so many like uh well me personally, I've seen like on social media that these kids, on, uh, college kids, are like on golf courses and yeah, other we've, things like sorry. that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen some some interesting stuff for sure. I think I don't think I've seen any golf courses, but I've definitely seen a lot of in the car on the way to some place yeah. driving. You know, people are in the car. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, what? I've done that. I I will admit, <laughs> not okay. Let me defend myself before anyone is like, oh my god, she was on Zoom and driving. I was listening. I just called in. I didn't even have my camera on. I wasn't even speaking. I was literally just listening to the lecture like a good student would. Uh -huh. Yeah, so got to get those attendance points. Yeah, what class was this? Oh, uh, this was a journalism and an introduction to media. And you could just sit there and listen? Well, I'm sure she would have preferred that I participate in discussion, but I was operating a vehicle, so I figured I would just listen. Fair enough. Uh, so... 
What's your major right now? Yeah, so I initially was a Del Bamal. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I initially was a <laughs> developmental psych major, but yeah. I recently switched over to communication studies um, with a focus in interpersonal communication mm-hmm. and a minor in developmental psych. So I'm keeping that psych, you know, route, but I think communications is kind of where my head's at right now. Yeah. Why did you switch? Yeah. So I think what really pushed me over the edge was I took an interpersonal communications class this semester that Mm -hmm. I absolutely fell in love with. Communication is the basis of all human interaction, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that be verbal or nonverbal, it's the way that we get messages across. It's the way that we build connections. And like I said, it's the foundation to everything. Mm -hmm. So I think having a communications background is a really, I don't know, enriching skill set. I think going into the workforce, going into just the world in general having those skills under my belt will hopefully make me a much better person yeah a much better prospect for a job i just i hope so we'll see (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah that's kind of why i made the switch no i mean i think i made my switch a couple times in school yeah i had to make it uh all up obviously in like summer courses and winter courses whatever what have you but i think college is it's it's all about the experience and uh what you do with it i feel like yeah you learn something every step of the way exactly and it's just like with anything else this is like it's a learning process totally and i think something that you know I had an advantage of is I had two older siblings go to college before me, mm-hmm. you know, so I could get advice. I could, I knew the how to's and the how not to, you know, <laughs> yeah. you didn't have that. Yeah. So I think our experiences were so different because yours was really like a shot in the dark, you mm-hmm. know, kind of figuring it out for the first time. Both our parents went to college in Pakistan, so they didn't really know anything about the U.S. college system. Right. So it was totally like blind for you. Mm-hmm. So like for me, Personally, I I literally drove back uh, home every weekend in the first like month of college. Yeah, when you went to Wright State. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was home every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I didn't like, you know, it's just it felt comfortable, you know. When I no, went I get it, and I think for some people the transition is more seamless. You know, mm. it's kind of like some people I think are more independent from the get go, and I wouldn't really say that any of us are like that i think we are pretty dependent on each other and we love family time not that people who are independent don't love family time but i think for us it was so easy to get homesick when we left for college that you know for you it just didn't stick but for me (laughs) (laughs) i'm staying away (laughs) good good i i think that's a good thing for you personally uh and i think you can do a lot better than we can (laughs) oh no 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 um no Let's, let's be honest. Like, you have that mindset and mentality of working things out and actually figuring things, make it work for you type of situation. So, yeah. Um, That's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> most welcome. Um, but I just, I just see that in you. So, like, it, it, so no brainer, like, for you. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are the best resources that you have and today uh, to help with college? 
and classes and things like that? Yeah, so I think universities, obviously, it's a learning curve for everybody right now. And I think that they're all trying as hard as they can to be what they need to be for us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's different for every university, obviously. Um, I think Minnesota has tried really hard to give us ample resources to give us what we need during this time. I would just say that I think, like I said, it's just, it's easy to get lazy. It's easy to get unmotivated. And, and with the state of the world right now, it's so easy to get sucked in to mm -hmm. just all the chaos. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe something that they could do better is being better resources for that. Gotcha. You know, I think, you know this about me, but obviously your listeners don't. I'm a really big advocate for mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think that mental health for everybody this year has been rough. Yeah. You know, it's been a really hard year for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and then this is not specific to the U, this is specific to a, just colleges in general. Mm -hmm. I think more universities need to be bigger roles or play bigger roles for mental health for students because it is a trying time yeah. to be a student in the age of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds really superficial because a lot of people are dealing with a lot worse circumstances, yeah. but a lot of people are dealing with really hard circumstances and going to college at the same time. Yeah. And that's not easy. No. So I think that if there's anything resource wise that could be more available, it's you know, counseling, you know, resources for how to cope with anxiety and how to become more motivated. Just, yeah. you know, easy stuff like that, I think, um, would be helpful. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I don't think anything has changed in the last 20 years since I've been in college or I left college or whatever. Um, resource wise, I think, I mean, Yes, you have more technology now, but like, uh, I, I keep going back to my experiences just because I it's relatable today for for some reason. I feel like uh, so that that totally makes sense that uh, wanting to have more resources in the mental health uh, department and other things like that. Um, now, would you say it would help? if like college tuition was free or how would you, what would you say about that? No comment. <laughs> no, no comment. I okay. think you know my stance about this and I'd prefer <clears throat> not to answer at the moment. No comment. Okay. Moving along. <laughs> uh, what, what are your short term and long term goals? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So short term, I am looking to do some research at my university next semester. Mm -hmm. So that is a short-term goal for sure. I would hopefully want to get an internship this summer, short-term. Um, on a more personal level, I really want to work on my mental health. Mm -hmm. And on a long-term scale, I don't know. I think I want to figure out what I want to do long term, you know, I want to figure out what career is best for me and I want to figure out where that'll be. Yeah. So if you guys don't know this about me, but I'm a bit of a planner. Yes. I like to plan. Um, it makes me feel 
good to know what my plans are, what's happening. So I think the ambiguity of not really knowing what my career plans are is a little bit stressful, but I'm trying to put it in the mind frame of a long-term goal mm-hmm. so I can focus a little bit more on the short-term and live in the now. Yeah. You know, because I feel like for a really long time, I was so worried about, okay, what's coming next, what's coming next, that I was forgetting that I was a living, breathing human mm-hmm. being, you yeah. know, and I was not being present. And I mean, I think Maz can maybe speak to this a little bit more, but I was not really the best family member, not the best um what do you mean? Person to be around. I just feel like I feel like I, I I went through a period of time where I was just not really present. And that in the sense that I wasn't really actively engaging in conversation with my family. I wasn't really being like an active participant. I would just like sit in my room all the time. I think no. So I think uh personally I think all of us went through I think a lot of teenagers go through Totally, that totally. So I don't think it's uh you problem. I just think it's a just you just like people like to be by themselves a lot i feel like and uh i think that's a good way to just chill out i like i still do it to today where i need when i need to get away i just go to my room yeah well i mean i think there's a difference between getting away and then just like shutting out the outside world you know what i mean yeah. i just think that i want to be more present and i think i've been working on that hmm. you know just being more engaged putting my phone down you know yeah so it's hard it is hard it's super hard i like have become addicted to checking my screen time oh i don't do that i don't know why i just don't like it hurts sometimes when it's like (laughs) your screen time went up six percent this week i'm like what the shit how'd it go up so high yeah yeah i guess okay six percent doesn't sound like a lot but it is it's it's all that tiktoks you're watching yeah i do love tiktok (laughs) and i and i think that anyone who says that they don't is a liar oh yeah no i I well, I personally like Instagram Reels a lot. So okay, so I'm not on Instagram anymore, so I don't really know what the deal with Instagram Reels is. Please share. Well, it's literally the same thing as TikTok, but like okay, so I think that's a ripoff. Why is it a ripoff? Because I think okay, so I compartmentalize my social media for sure. So like when I was on Instagram, it was all about like a personal archive. You know, everyone Mm. just seeing your pictures and knowing what you're up to, whatever. Snapchat is like the dying. I feel like it's a dying form of communication, yes. but it's just like, let me just post a quick story so people know what I'm up to. Yeah. But TikTok is like, I'm here to laugh. You know, like it's 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 okay. comedy. Yeah, yeah. So when I think of TikTok, I'm like, I'm about to get on this app and at least laugh four times. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want to laugh on Instagram. Why would you want to laugh on Instagram? Cuz it's a, it's a different compartment. I guess so, but like Instagram has to be, you know, like it has to compete with TikTok. Yeah, I guess, but why does that? Whatever, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Um, what, What are some tips or advice you would give to somebody? Uh, like a high school student trying to get into college now? Yeah, so I guess this is super generic, but just being Mm well-rounded, you know? I don't think that being particularly great at one thing is what makes you stand out, and this is just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think being kind of like a jack-of-all-trades and someone who 
is willing to be spontaneous and try something new and is, I guess, kind of good at a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's super general. And a lot of people say that you just have to be well-rounded, but I think you do. You know, Mm. you have to be someone who comes across as willing to try anything. Yeah. Because I think that's what college is all about. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to take risks, make mistakes, and try a bunch of stuff and get it wrong before you get it right. Yeah. So, yeah, just have fun. Yeah. You know, I think that if you worry a little bit less about all of the big stuff, you start to gravitate towards the stuff that really matters to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you find those things that matter to you, you come across as more genuine. Yeah. This is so sappy because I don't know if like admissions committees really care about this, <laughs> but this is just what I think. Like, yeah. I don't know. Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you apply to a college and don't get in, there is a reason for it. I'm going to tell a story. Can yes. I tell a story? Yes, of course. Cool. So I applied to a lot of schools when I was a senior in high school. I applied to nine schools. And I was majorly looking at Ohio State, UW-Madison, and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I got in at Minnesota. I was deferred at UW Madison and I was rejected from Ohio State. The last one hurt really bad. Yeah. I wanted to go to Ohio State literally all my life. I think we all kind of wanted. We all went through a phase like we all wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so being rejected really hurt. But that being said, it taught me a lesson, you know, and yeah. it taught me to just trust. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. That's so stupid, but just trust the process. There mm-hmm. is a reason why things happen. Yeah. And I know some people are going to be like, yeah, it's because she's dumb. But what? like, <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have the scores. Okay, maybe true. I didn't have the scores. Whatever. <laughs> no, but you know, dumb. like some people are just like, well, it, everything does happen for a reason, but you also just didn't have the scores to get in. I'm sure if you had the scores to get into Minnesota, you had the scores to get into Ohio State. I don't know about that. Anyway. They're also a Big Ten school. So I know, like, but irregardless. Yes. Irregardless. I love Minnesota. Yeah. It is the best fit of the three for me. Mm. And while I've definitely had my ups and downs there, and Mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel really lonely, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have the same experience anywhere else. And in that respect, I have to trust that this is what was meant for me. Yeah. You know, and this is where like I was supposed to go. Yeah. So as shitty as it felt, can I say that? Can I say yeah. shitty? Yeah, yeah. As shitty as it felt <laughs> <laughs> to get rejected and to get deferred, I'm happy now. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome story. <laughs> no, so listen, I I I totally agree with what you're saying. Like you Felt bad that you got rejected from Ohio State. Yeah. I think anybody would because it's a big 10 school. It's huge. Getting school. rejected from anywhere Getting a, sucks. Yes, it sucks. Because you're um, like, why don't you want me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it it just took you some time to realize uh, that this is the place for me and it's working for you. Yeah. Uh, and maybe if you got into Ohio State... It could have been the same thing, but it could have been completely different. Totally. I could have been so unhappy. Who knows? I'm just going to assume that I would have been so that I don't have to feel (laughs) bad. Um, So 
and then trusting the process i like that because that i've learned that now and i wish i learned that in from the beginning yeah like just trusting the process is all you can do really right and and you can control what you, you can control exactly like there are things that are in your realm of control and you know what it's not to say that you shouldn't work hard right you should work hard and you should do things that make sense to get done but at the end of the day like some things are just out of our hands mm -hmm. and you have to just trust that you did what you could yeah you know and i think that that really ties back to that living in the present if you're so worried about what could I have done, mm -hmm. what could I have done better? If I had sat there and been like, oh, what could I have done better to get in? If I had just like worked harder on the ACT, whatever. Okay, I could worry about that all day. Or I could be like, you know what? I'm going to go to Minnesota and I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to get a great education mm -hmm. and it's going to be fine. You know, like, I don't know. I think that something that you've taught me is to just be more positive. Yeah. And like there are good things, there are silver linings to every situation. And I know that it's hard to see that sometimes. I personally know that it is hard to see that sometimes. Yes. But one of the greatest lessons that Maz has taught me is that there is something positive mm -hmm. in every negative situation. You know, I well, first of all, thank you for that um it's hard it it is hard i yeah. mean to stay positive all the time is hard but like you have i mean I, I say this all the time but you have to it's just the way if if you want anything to go well <laughs> you have to think positively i think yeah um so on that note do you have any um plugs or any uh, like where you can find you type of thing? Yeah, so you can't find me anywhere. Mm. I don't want you guys to find me. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I guess, I don't know if I have any plugs. Plug Maz, honestly. <laughs> Listen to his podcast. I don't know. Can I like shout out my parents? You can shout out whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> shout out my parents. They're great people. Yes, they are. <laughs> and... Like, I know you want me to, like, wrap it up here, but let me just say something. Yes, go ahead. My parents are great people. Like, fabulous people. Mm -hmm. They are the most, like, understanding, kind-hearted human beings that I've ever come across in my life. And I know that I'm biased because they're my parents, but they truly are, like, one of a kind. Yeah. And, like, I don't think any of us would be who we are without them. I mean, that's obvious, but, you know, I would like to think that we're pretty good people yeah you know for the most part <laughs> the most part and i don't think we would have been like that without them no uh definitely love them so much thank you so much parents yeah <laughs> go hug your guardians yes whoever that may be go hug a loved one because everybody's a hug them, life yeah. is short yes okay and you don't want to ever look back and be like i wish i would have said i love you one last time that's so deep wow you know that's very deep yeah I mean it, though. Wow. Yeah, sit in that one. Just marinate in it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would like to end this podcast with a quote, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Give it to us. <clears throat> it goes like this. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Wow. 
Oh, it's not done. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, but like, wow, that was really good. I liked it. This feels kind of like ASMR. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> yes, I have. This feels kind of like ASMR. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of whispering. I wonder how it's going to sound for them. Hopefully it sounds really good. Yeah, hopefully. Is this bringing you guys to sleep? Is it soothing? You should end it. You should just end it here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Myra. I really do appreciate you being here today. I, this was very, very informative. I love it. Guys, he held me against my will. I didn't have a choice to do this. <laughs> no, I didn't. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm actually strapped to the chair right now. <laughs> I'm being forced to do this. Uh, thank you again. I, I really do appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right, guys. That, uh, that's all we have to, for today. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye.